this is the Son of God. What He says is what I must believe. Where He leads is where I must follow. If He says I will be hated of all nations for His namesake, then I will be hated. I dare not set out to be loved by all men. If He says my life may have to endure some deprivation and suffering, if He says the purpose of the Christian church is that I be given in equal measure, I'm to offer my life as a living sacrifice to God, which is my reasonable service. If I am to be poured out that others who are destined for hell might find Him as Lord and Savior, then so be it. This is the Christ that I want. I want the Christ of the Bible. I don't want a homemade Christ. I don't want a lawless Christ. I don't want a Christ who's a thief. I don't want a Christ who's a murderer. I want the Christ of the scriptures. The Christ of the Holy Bible. The Christ who says, I've got a, an appointed place for you in my body and in my kingdom, and I will guide you into that place. And in that place, you will live a life that brings honor and glory to my name. I want the Christ. If he sends me to Africa in the mission field, I want the Christ that is walking there and has my name on a pathway to walk with him. Let everyone else lust for power. Let them lust for social wealth. Let them lust for status. Let them vie for the corridors of influence. I want Jesus Christ. Hello, Ms. Powell. Hello, Brother Kapow. Today's date is September 24th, 2018. Fabulous. And everything is working over here in the studio. I see audio files, so I'm okay. And today, let's talk about the final warning of Jesus Christ. Ooh, sounds good. Yeah, not in uh, Revelation, but in Luke. Luke. Yes, in the Gospel of Luke. A final warning of the Messiah. And it, oh man, it's so important why he warns us of this, because we're going to take what he said and we're going to go way, way back to Genesis, mm -hmm. Genesis chapter six. We're going to talk about the creation of the false world, the matrix. Mm -hmm. the and, this, and this is a really important scripture because we touched on it um, a few weeks ago, Luke, mm -hmm. Luke 21, 34 to 36. Yeah, in fact, we read all of those scriptures about the end days, mm -hmm. about the uh, the budding mm -hmm. of the tree before summer, yep. all the signs. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important that we take heed to this scripture. Yeah, in fact, it's an extension of, of that teaching, really, but kind of kind of goes a little deeper into things. Uh, really, really important. I mean, more more important than you realize on the on the surface. That uh, what we're going to show you here in Genesis 6 is a recreation of God's original creation. Mm -hmm. uh, some people call it a matrix or a symbol matrix. Anyway, it's a phony system and it's run by Satan and his fallen angels. And um, they're all in rebellion. And that produces a certain type of being and it produces a certain type of human. Mm -hmm. And uh, and there's there's results and the end result the very end result is destruction and it was uh, in the flood in the anti-antediluvian anti, uh, mm -hmm. period and it's going to end in destruction in this period yes. when the age of the end, Gentiles end so let's get into it what let's do, you, do it what do you say I like it if you will Ms. Kapal be no. so kind as to read. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to read Genesis 1. No. 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 Stop. Stop. 
No, I would like you to start with Luke 17. Oh, all right. I know. It's on the bottom of the page, and I fooled you because you're like, why is it on the bottom of the page? But I just, uh, I kind of want to lay out what Christ said first. Okay, so Luke 17, you want me to read first? Yeah, 17, 26 through 30. 30. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, and they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Yes. Now, if you will just go up to the first, the paragraph above it and read Luke 21, 34 through 36. Okay. Take heed about getting involved with the world. There is a good reason for this final warning, and we can see we are living as in the days of Noah prior uh, to the flood. Oh, uh, you know what? That's your writing. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, what what uh, version, what translation okay. are you reading? Uh, okay. this, it's it's right above the scripture you just read under oh, five. yes, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares, for as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Okay, so there's Christ's final warning is that. That's his final warning to take heed unless we get overcharged with the things of the world. Mm-hmm. And they, they use the term in King James, surfeiting and drunkenness. What does surfeiting mean now? Just carousing? Mm-hmm. Getting you know? so drunken-mindedness, like, you know, dizzy with yeah. the things of the world. Yeah. And uh, and cares of the life. Cares. Mm-hmm. Cares, cares, cares. Yeah, people care about all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the warning is so that you don't, you get so involved in the in the world system, right? You get so involved in it that the day of the Lord come when He comes back to take His people out and to uh, execute judgment on this fallen planet. That you don't be caught unaware. You, there's not there's not a gray area. You and I we've talked about this over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you're not caught unaware because the day's going to come like a snare. It's like a trap suddenly. On the whole earth. On the whole earth. Mm-hmm. Including Christians and non-Christians, Jews, Gentiles, barbarians, the whole earth. Just like the days of Noah. And Lot. And Lot. Thank you. As soon as the righteous were removed, judgment came. Exactly. And so Jesus says, he's telling you, this is his final warning. He's telling all of us to watch and to always pray, not just now, always pray. I'm not talking about getting on your knees and clasping your hands. You're always in constant communication with the Father, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To always be in communication. And the reason why is that you can be accounted worthy to escape the things that are coming. Mm-hmm. And then to stand before the Son of Man in judgment. Right. That's his final warning. 
So as Miss Kapal read the first scripture there, she, you know, when she read, it's like in the days of Noah. Also, it's going to be like the sun coming of the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody's going to be doing things. They're involved in the world, worldly things. And the same thing with Sodom yep. and Gomorrah. They were mm-hmm. building and planting, doing all kinds of stuff. And then brimstone from heaven came and destroyed them all. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like the, like all of these stories, first of with Noah, he was, the judgment of God came upon the earth on everybody, including Noah and his family, but he was protected. He was hidden in God's ark, but still he did experience the sloshing of the water and whatnot, right? <laughs> yep. Same thing with Lot. Everything happened on Sodom and Gomorrah, but he was um, taken away. He escaped, but there was a lot of stuff going on at that time. And it's almost like the, well, it is like the story of the the Hebrews when God brought the spirit of death over everybody. They were hidden in their home with the, um, when the, um, the blood covering their door. Mm-hmm. So they were protected. And so are we because we are in Christ. The Bible says that we are hid in Christ. So when these things come upon this world, we are hid, we are protected in Christ. Amen. And, and Ms. Kapow brings up that really good point there. Uh, like Noah, you have to realize Noah was in that ark for a year before mm-hmm. God opened the door and he emerged into dry land a year can you imagine how scary that must have been Mm -hmm. the whole world is flooded it's just deep dark water there's nobody left but you and the the people that are on the ark of these animals Mm -hmm. so your faith and trust is only on the word of god that's scary stuff Mm -hmm. for a year so yeah he was taken out of the the wrath the judgment but it doesn't mean he didn't experience some bad things, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with Lot. He, he lost his wife because she looked back. She looked back to Sodom when they were told not to. These, and then plus after after that destruction, he goes up and he lives in the hills of uh, what Moab or you know what mm-hmm. became a, yeah I guess Moab, and all kinds of stuff happened there. But we have to remember. We go through these, we go through trials and tribulations. This whole process here on this planet, being in a fallen world. And when I mean fallen, I don't mean just fallen like from Adam and Eve out of the garden. I mean fallen because of what the fallen angels did to our DNA in a hybridization project. They corrupted it. They corrupted it. So we're in a fallen world. Now, when you receive Christ and get a Christ nature, that's the only thing that can undo that DNA corruption. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that then the spirit of God can then indwell you like it did originally. Mm-hmm. It can indwell you and you become a new creature through Christ and in Christ. You get it? Mm-hmm. That's but, what God was talking about being born again, because bo- what is born of flesh is flesh and what is born of spirit is spirit. Yes. And if you're not reborn again, if a person is not reborn again, they can't be saved. There's no salvation. There's no Messiah for them if they if they haven't received by faith the work that Messiah did for them. Mm-hmm. 
There is only one way, and that's through Messiah. It's it's actually through the creator God himself who provided redemption by shedding his own blood when he became flesh. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. If if people don't have that, when I didn't have that, and Miss Kapow didn't have that, because we weren't born with that, you see. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a very bad boy. At times I could still be. But I was a very bad boy in the world. And I was born serpent seed. I was a tear. I was not a weed. I was a tear. I was born that way. We're all born into sin. Mm-hmm. There's none good. There's none righteous. There's not There's not anything that says, oh, humans are basically good. They're not. Humans are, are bad. Mm-hmm. They're evil because our, our DNA, our nature, a very moral nature has been corrupted and we're off the path. We got, we're off the journey mm-hmm. and only through Christ can you get back on that journey. But it's a lonely road. The, the, the gate is very small and the road is very narrow to hang on mm-hmm. and you're living in this world, but you're not of the world. And when Jesus gives that final warning about not to get involved in all the nonsense of the world and all the care of the world and all the, all the injustices and things that, that occur around you, when he says that, there's a really, really huge valid reason for that. It's not because Christ, the Messiah, is just saying, I don't want you to be in the world because I don't want you to have fun with the devil. I want you to sit at home and just read the Bible and pray. You know, it's not because it's because this whole thing is not real and you're going to people are going to hitch their wagon onto something that's phony and not real and they're going to die and they're going to experience the wrath of God. Mm-hmm. But when you come to Christ, it's one thing we have to remember. We're under trial and tribulation all the time here. But we are not appointed for wrath. That's right. And that's why Noah escaped. That's why Lot and his daughters escaped. They're not appointed to wrath. All right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean you're not going to see the wicked fall around you with your eyes. That's right. And experience it. Okay? Okay. So when Ms. Kapow read Luke 21, 34 to 36, it's about Christ saying to us to take heed, pay attention. Don't get involved with the world. Don't get involved with the world systems. I know it's hard because it's all around us and it really takes discernment. It takes some spiritual maturity, you know, so I'm not bagging on anybody on where you're at right now, but you have to continue to grow in Christ and and let the Holy Spirit reveal to you those things that are not of him. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is to me. That's what it means to walk in the spirit. Yes. And he will show you, if you'll listen, if you'll pay attention, because he'll tell you over and over again. And then bad, you know, if you don't listen and bad things happen, they go, I should have listened. Um, if you have the time still, and there's a point here where I don't think there's a whole lot of time left, but if you pay attention and have the wisdom and discernment and spiritual maturity, 
you'll see what things of the world are just, you can't be involved in. You can't um, care about. Mm-hmm. You have to separate. You have to come out. And that includes religion. That includes the Christian religion. That's right. Because that is a deception. It's it's faith through Jesus Christ only. And so Messiah is telling us, take heed, pay attention about getting involved in this world and he gives a very good reason for this final warning. There's a good reason, and we're going to show that to you in Genesis. And we can already see that we are living in the days like Noah that was prior to the flood. And Christ told us that prior to his returning, it would be like the days of Noah prior to the flood. Mm-hmm. And we can look back on those days when the corruption of all humans occurred, when their moral character was ruined and defiled that the actual the dna was changed a hybridization program occurred and is still occurring and has been happening for thousands of years that's right and they produce hybrid things that look human but they're not they're serpent seed there's kings of the earth that are that are pure sons of of fallen ones and then there's humans who are deceived by these things. Mm -hmm. The little girl who's in love with Beyonce, Mm -hmm. listening to all her music on her iPod or iPad or whatever, her phone. And she just loves Beyonce. That's the best thing. She's, she's a little human that's been deceived. See? Yeah. But her fate is going to be the same fate as the Kings of the earth. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the importance of this warning. So everybody is born corrupted unless you're renewed by the spirit of Christ. The world that we live in, this is the world that the fallen watchers, the fallen watchers, I'm talking angels that were assigned by God to watch over mankind and lead them into civilization. They left their first estate. You can read about it, Jude, Peter, Enoch, they left their first estate. They left their assignment and they wanted to have children like humans did. They wanted to create their own world and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And they created this, this world using their own hybrid seed and it was inserted into God's original creation. This is important because today you hear all these people talk about aliens and they're coming back. They created us. They seeded us, right? It's mm-hmm. in the movies. It's on all, it's the agenda. It's everywhere, right? Right. Well, they're not all wrong. The problem is it wasn't the original creation. There's only one original creation. That was God's creation of the human, the Adam. Mm-hmm. What they did is they took God's creation and ruined it. Yep. And then the result of that ruined creation is their little creation, Mm-hmm. They can't create life. They just ruined what God did. Yeah, they corrupted it. Yeah. So when they say the aliens are coming back, the Alpha Satarians, the North, they're come, they're come, they seeded us. Those people aren't half lying because they're serpent seed. Mm-hmm. But they're not the creator of God's seed. Mm-mm. Only humans are. And you can only become fully human again through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So this world that we're in has been subverted and perverted. The world that we are warned against by Christ is a recreation. It's a recreation of God's original creation. It's falsehood. It's violence. It's defile and ruin. And we're going to talk about all those words. Mm, yep. Okay. Let's go. Why? And we're going to go back in time and see and flesh out what Jesus was talking about and why this is so important. When we get done, you're going to look at the world differently. You're going to look at it totally differently. Um, Genesis 6, Ms. Kapow shall read verse 1, 2. She's going to skip 3 and, worse, and read 4 and 5. And here's why. Because 3 is inserted in there and it kind of throws everything off. But we're going to read it. We're going to put it and read it later on. And then she's going to go and she's going to read Genesis 6, 11 through 13. And then we're going to end with Genesis 6. Then she's going to read verse 3 on that one. And then 6 through 7. Just trust me. We're reading all of Genesis. We're reading it. But I'm taking the verses and I'm putting them into a correct logical order so they're not so confusing. And then when you read it like that, you'll go, oh, that makes sense now. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Here, let's begin. I'm going to go six. One, two, four, and five. Yeah. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wise of all which they chose. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And now I'll go down to 11. Oh, we'll, we'll uh, hold off on that. Let's do the commentary first, and then we'll go read the All rest right. of it. Uh, in verse 4, I just want to read that verse out of the Jewish Publication Society Bible of 1917. Uh, whereas King James says... There were giants in the earth in those days and also after that, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the JPS 1917 reads, the Nephilim were in the earth in those days because that's the that's the Hebrew word that's used for giants. Mm -hmm. So they just come out and say the Nephilim were in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. The same were the mighty men that were of old, the men of renown. See how that kind of makes more sense? Mm -hmm. that it's, it makes, it's worded better and it makes more sense than sometimes the King James is confusing on that. Okay, because like, which, what, what are they talking about? It's pretty clear. They're, they're nephies that were in the earth in those days, right? Mm -hmm. When the sons of men began to, uh, you know, multiply the daughters of men, even after that. And then... They mated with daughters of men, which bore children to them. And those children were the mighty men that were of old, the men of renown. Hmm. All right. So we're going to break down a little bit right here. Okay. So what we want to read here is 
I want to talk about several categories of people that are in these particular verses. And I'm going to use the Hebrew for it so that you don't get confused with the English words. So whenever time I use the Hebrew, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. it's it's striking and it's not your language. And you go, oh, that's what you're talking about. The first one, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, right? Mm-hmm. Daughters were born from the men, right? Right. Uh, the word men in that verse is Adam. That means that it's human. It was a human. It was created by God, Yahweh, our father, not by the fallen ones, right? Not by aliens, not by fallen ones, but by God. That's right. So when humans begin to mate with other humans, they had daughters. The name of the daughters of men in Hebrew is Bat Adam. Mm -hmm. Bat Adam. It means daughters of men. They're humans, they're God's creation. They are female human offspring. Mm-hmm. We got that? Yep. Okay. Verse two. When that happened, the sons of God, the Hebrew for sons of God is ben Elohim. Ben Elohim means sons of God, ben Elohim. These were angels. They're spiritual beings. They were what you call in Daniel, the watchers. They were non-human. You get it? Mm -hmm. They're not human. They're spiritual beings. It doesn't mean they don't look human. Doesn't mean they can't appear as human. Doesn't mean they don't have corporal bodies like humans, but they're not human. They were immortal. They are immortal. They're not mortals. They don't die. They're immortal. So God did not give them the ability to to procreate. They didn't need to for survival because they're immortal. But Adam, humankind, were and are mortal. So he gave us the ability to procreate so the race can survive. You get it? Mm -hmm. This is what... The watchers wanted to do. They were envious of this power and they wanted to create their own world. This is when Peter and in Jude, which is quoting Anna, uh, Enoch, say that they left their first estate. They left their, their place in the heavenlies as watchers and came to earth and defiled themselves with women. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Bat Adam are daughters of men. Ben Elohim are the sons of God. They are watchers, angels, spiritual beings. I don't think there's anybody out there today with half a brain that still teaches they were the uh, the descendants of Seth. Um, I know old Calvary Chapel people used to teach that nonsense. Total nonsense. It totally takes away the power of Jesus Christ, his teaching, and what he did for us on the cross. In fact, it's a doctrine of devils Mm -hmm. and only ignorant people that are not filled with the Holy Spirit would believe such nonsense. They're watchers. And plus these people that teach that never read Enoch or Jubilees or never any other Jewish stuff. I would call them idiots. They are. And many commentaries are idiots. 
So you got to be careful. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's not a question of debate. It's not a, a theory. This is a fact. Ben Elohim, the sons of God, are angels. They're watchers. They're spiritual beings. They're non-human. That's right. The third, th third thing we have now here, right, in verse 4, is there were giants or Nephilim in the earth in those days and also after that. When the Ben Elohim came into the Bat Adam, and the Bat Adam bore children to them, these children were the mighty men that were of old, the men of renown. Follow me? Mm -hmm. So the Nephilim, the Nephilim, it's plural, it's translated giants in the King James, but they're tyrants, bullies. The root comes from Nafal, means fall, fallen ones, or to fail. They left their first estate. They failed. Read the book of Enoch. Explains all this stuff. We have a lot of shows that explain all this stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what titles they are, but we have a bunch of stuff. Go on our website, fifthhookmedia.com. We have teaching on there. Teaching on there, we talk about all this stuff. Um, the result... The Nephilim are the result of the Watcher Human Hybridization Project. You get it? Mm -hmm. When the Ben Elohim mated with the Bat Adam, they produced Nephilim. They're tyrants. They're bullies. They're failed ones. This, they're the result of it. These are what you call the kings of the earth, right? It's just it's it's the formal title of these guys. Let's read on. And they bore children to them. The same were the mighty men of old, the men of renown. Mm. These are a couple of names here. Mighty men. In the King James, when you when you read this, it says, and bare children to them, the same became mighty men. That word is not Adam. Mighty men, it's not Adam. It's, they didn't become mighty humans. They became Giborim. You'll, Gibor means mighty man throughout the Bible, whether it's human or non-human. But they became mighty human looking men. Mm -hmm. Giborim. In other, in other words, get this, get your head around this. It's another name for the operating Nephilim in the world. Mm -hmm. Nephilim is the title. They're the tyrants. They're, they're the offspring of fallen angels and women, the Ben Elohim with the Bat Adam produced Nephilim. The other name for them operating as kings of the earth are Giborim. Giborim. They're one and the same. It's just they're operating now. Mm -hmm. They're mighty men. They became mighty men which were of old men of renown. That word men is neither Adam nor is it Giborim, but Enos. Enos. So Enos, men of renown, is Enos Shim, or Enos of Shim, if you want to say. Men of renown. Shim means like name or character, fame, fortune. So the men of renown is the same as a as the Giborim. It's the same as 
the Nephilim operating and carrying out their mission in the world. Because they're angel-human hybrids, they're mortal. But they achieve great fame. They achieve great notoriety and fortune. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they are not God's creation. They are not Adam. They're not humanity. You see the difference? They look like you, but they're not you. They control us every step of the way. That's right. So, is that clear? All these different names? Mm-hmm. But Adam are the daughters of men. Ben Elohim are the watchers. They produce Nephilim. It's the same as the Giborim. They're mighty men, the same as Enos of Shim, men of renown. That should give us a clue on who these people are. When I say people, they look like humans. I'm going to call them people because they look like us, but they're Giborim, right? Mm -hmm. Look around us. Do we not see the Giborim operating among us today? Mm -hmm. Who are the kings of the earth? Men of renown. That word Enos, I think this is interesting. Enos, Enos, it means properly a mortal. And it's differing from the more dignified Adam. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. The word Adam for humanity is more dignified in the Hebrew than Enos. Why is that? Because these things are not human. So it says, hence a man in general, but it means like mortal man. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I believe they chose, the writers chose this particular word. Men, it didn't say Adam of Shem, humans of renown. It said Enos of renown. So they look human, but they're mortal. And even Psalms talks about the kings of the earth being mortal. They can be killed and they do die. Those are the ones that said that the Bible says, and you shall die as a man. Yes, exactly. It's in Psalms 8, I believe. Mm -hmm. And you shall die like a man. Okay. They are kings of the earth. Now, let's put this in today's perspective because Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, so it would be prior to his coming. Right? Mm -hmm. We just looked over all the stuff that happened, how they came about through the main and daughter of men, and how they control everything. They became men or people of great fame, notoriety. They had the money, they have all the power. They're hybrids. Now, let, let's, let's name some names here. You go to your neighbor or you go to the mall and you mention these names and everybody's going to know who it is. Uh, Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Donald Trump. Uh, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Bono. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pope Francis. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaac Newton. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, George Putin. Washington. We could be here for months naming names. These people are of renown. You get it? Mm -hmm. They're of fame. Uh, Beyonce. Oh, yeah. They're of fortune. 
Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have millions, if not billions. Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. Or not Jeff. um, Jeff Cook. Um, Oh, is it Jeff Bezos? I forget. Bezos of Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The Rothschilds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, you get it? These are the kings of the earth. They're men of renown. Okay. Even if there is a rapper out there who is human, but he's following through these people, he's only going to get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. But when you start getting men of renown and, and, and influence and they start controlling everything, uh, Michael Bloomberg, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the billionaires, you don't even know who, who their names are. Uh, they're controlling everything on yeah. Wall Street, world bankers, movie mongols, mm-hmm. movie stars, celebrities. You see what I'm, I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. They are the Giborim. They're the mighty ones. They're operating Nephilim. They are hybrid human hybrids. We're all born serpent seed unless Christ changes you. That's right. Do you you kind of get to the you kind of see where we're going with this when Christ says take heed that you don't get involved with the world? Mm-hmm. You, and that's why also when in Ephesians where it says put on the whole armor of God that you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. These are all these things exactly those are bin elohim mm-hmm. and the bin elohim has they have been on a mating program with bat adam since the beginning now there's there's the first group have been put in prison under tartarus waiting judgment mm-hmm. but even uh even here in uh genesis it says they were nephilim in the land in those days and even after that mm-hmm. we read well into the bible in Israel's conquest of Canaan of the giants. Yep. And why aren't they big today? Because they learned how to do it. They look just like us. In fact, you know, we're to the point where we're watching, you know, a movie or watching something on YouTube and I can look at it and go, that person's not real. Yeah. I can tell by their eyes now. Mm-hmm. They look alien. Yeah. They have a certain look in their eyes. They're not right. Mm-mm. And you can see it. You can see it. Um, yeah, they really aren't real. And, no. you, and, and there are telltale signs, not only of their fruit, but many times they'll manifest in the physical world. Mm-hmm. And if we just look around, we can see it operating. And it's what Christ said in the days of Noah, it was like that. And before my coming, it will be like that again. That's right. And it's like that. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is look around and say, they are controlling. People, they control everything. They control everything on your phone. Um, we just watched uh, a thing on Prime yesterday. It was on Artificial intelligence. I don't mm-hmm. remember the name of the documentary, but they were talking about AI and everything that it's into and stuff. And it was literally, a, I want to say a frightening thing because I'm not frightened because I have Christ. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have Messiah and I didn't have a way out, if I didn't have a hope, um, you don't know what, I don't know what I would do. 
Yeah, but we certainly would be living differently. <laughs> yeah, because it they control everything. You know, my mm-hmm. iPhone controls everything. And it might just seem like a coincidence. Uh, the other day, you know, all my notes just disappeared. All of them for no reason. I can't find them, can't recover them. They're not in the cloud. They're just gone. Mm-hmm. It's like if I can do that to you with your notes, I can do that to your bank I mean, they control everything. They want you to do everything. Yeah. And um, it's it's like they said last night in this documentary, you were being negotiated with by artificial intelligence every step of the way when you're online. You're always being negotiated. Always. Mm-hmm. And some of it is computer learning. Some of it is a computer. Other it, Other things are inhabited. I am telling you, it is like the days of Noah. There are kings of the earth. They are Enos of Shem, men of renown. There's Giborim, mm-hmm. and they're running everything. They're Nephilim, and they're running everything. And they don't want your money. They want control. So they control the money because they know that's what controls the human. Mm-hmm. And if you look back in uh, Genesis 19, where you know Lot is in Sodom, and this is about... Um, where they were, t- they Lot and his family were going to be taken out of Sodom. When the men, um, the angels came to them and says, "Okay, we're, we're going to take you out," you know, before God destroys this place. And when the angels were inside Lot's home, it says here in verse twelve that the men and they use and the Bible uses the word Enos. Mm. So the men or the Enos said unto Lot. Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and the sons? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I just went out. Mm. Anyways, they were talking about these people as um, they look like men, but they're not. Mm. So they it was the the sodomites that were breaking down the door. They're the ones referred to as Enos? I think so, because I'm looking at my phone thing. I'm sorry. Well, that's no. interesting. Yeah, because they're talking about, actually, they're talking, the, the men that were talking a lot were actually the angels that were going to help Lot and his family escape. So they were Ben Elohim. Mm-hmm. They were sons of God. They were Ben Elohim. They were the good watchers. Yep. But they used the word men like Enos. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. They didn't use Adam. So you have these different classes. Yeah. Pretty clear. Enos. Some of them are Enos Hashem. I think Enos is used for mortal men and it's used for, you know, um, these these men of renown. That's right. The Gibberim. But see, here again, they actually looked human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this whole bit about well, they're spiritual beings. They can't do this, can't do it. That's nonsense. Of course they can. Jesus says only the angels in heaven don't reproduce. Mm-hmm. And then or, I'm going over reproduce. again. And the men that wa- that wanted to take the men and have sex with them or violate these other Enos are Enos. So that they still use that same word. They use it for them, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, it's something that I've always suspected in Sodom and Gomorrah that part of the sin uh, that they were going after strange flesh is that they were mating mm-hmm. <laughs> that that the, the the watchers were mating with 
the Bat Adam. That's right. And the Ben Elohim were made with the Bat Adam. They're going after strange flesh. Uh, you always get destroyed for that. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're at today. That's and you right. just make no doubt about it. The newscaster on there, half of them are not, they're not real. They're hybrids. You can see it. Mm-hmm. You can see it in them. You can see it in their mannerisms, the way they look. They're not right. None of this stuff is right. It's all phony. It's all false. It really is a matrix. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's not the real world. And that's why Christ is warning you, take heed. And that's why the gateway is very narrow. Yeah. And only very few find it. Because they they can't wake up. Mm -hmm. They can't wake up from their sleep. Yeah. Christ is saying, don't let your hearts be overexcited. Uh, and, and and drunk and get all crazy about the cares of this life. Because okay. when I come, it's going to come as a snare. Yep. Don't get swept away is what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Genesis 6, 11 through 13. Okay. And the earth was also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. You see, it, it, that's why I skipped the verses, because mm-hmm. it flows. We left off, you know, with them mating with the daughters of men and producing uh, these Enos of Shem, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Giborim. You go to verse 11, and because of that, you see, because of that, this world that they created, they created a corrupt earth before God. And the earth is filled with violence. This is an incredible word, right? Mm-hmm. Because I can ask you today, is the earth violent? Yeah. And you would say, yes, there's wars. People are killing each other. Parents are stabbing their children, you know, all kinds of stuff. But it goes way beyond that. Mm-hmm. The Hebrew word for violence is Hamas. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Hamas. It means violence, but by implication, it means wrongdoing mm-hmm. or injustice. Un- yes. Cruelty. Unjust gain. Mm-hmm. Oppression. Violent dealing, damage, you get it? It's not just demon-possessed people. That's a whole different topic, right? Because, well, who are demons? Demons are the disembodied spirits of these original nephews in the flood. It's not just demon-possessed people doing violence. It's your bank. Doing injustice to you by charging you. Your government. Or it's your government. It's it's Obamacare ripping you off. It's destroying your medical opportunities to, to get reasonable medical care. Unjust scales. Not standing for the the uh the widows and the orphans. The the thing that the uh, Pope is doing now, trying to shield all those uh, pedophiles. Yes. yes. That's injustice. That's wrong. That's violence. Mm-hmm. In the Hebrew, that's violence. It's your pharmaceutical companies getting yep. you hooked on opioids, getting you hooked on Xanax, mm-hmm. not telling you that you'll have to take it the rest of your life. 
making you crazy. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's your it's your tax reduction that you're going to get this year. You're going to understand later on what it's going to do to you. Because mm-hmm. nothing's for your benefit. Nope. It's it's the, your educational system, and now you're forty thousand, maybe sixty thousand dollars in debt and student loans. Mm-hmm. It's not right. Everything is is against you. Nothing is designed for your benefit. It's only designed for your deception and your control to oppress you, just like the pharaohs you. wanted to oppress the Hebrews. Amen. It's a phony, false world. Mm-hmm. Everything is. Not only that, to the point where you go to your mega church or any church and they're giving you a false teaching on tithe and offering and they're Mm -hmm. expecting you god wants four things from you your time your talent and your money those are lies those are lies from the kings of the earth from the giborim Mm -hmm. they're controlling you everything is phony the news hey we just discovered recently the news is fake well Mm -hmm. let me let me hand it to you everything's fake Mm mm-hmm Politics are fake. It's a Hegelian dialect. Everything is fake. That's right. For their benefit. Mm-hmm. This is the world Jesus is warning you about. Here's why. That's why he tells you don't get involved in it. There's a real reason for that because it's not real and it's all going to end up in the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. And it does nothing but corrupt you. Yeah. Yes. It makes you non-human more and more. Mm-hmm. So, be, so th- that word violence is outstanding because it goes so much deep, deeper than the just physical violence. It's filled with injustice. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, let's stop and look around. Is this world just or unjust? Injust. It's unjust. We're in the days like Noah prior to the judgment of God. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the injustice to humans. Look what we've done to our planet. Look what we've done <sighs> to the animals. Animals, Look yes. what we've done to um, you know, our, our food source, our water yeah. source, all that pollution, all the smog. Look what we've done to the, the skies, the firmament. Yes. Everything, everything that man has touched has, has just been ruined. Ruined. It's corrupt. Be- because these these idiots wanted to create their own life they wanted to create so they took god's creation and recreated crap Mm -hmm. and that's what we live in that's the fallen world that we live in it's like what verse 12 says and god looked upon the earth and behold it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth upon the earth so it's because of that hybridization project right Mm-hmm. So either directly or through their influence and deception, the entire earth, all the humans, these are God's creation and the animals became defiled. All of them, every single one became defiled, corrupted, ruined, decayed, spoiled. Mm-hmm. That's what that Hebrew word means in corrupt. It means all of those things. Their DNA was was corrupted. They even messed with animals, you know. Yes. You'll read about that in, um, uh, I think, Jubilees. Mm-hmm. It might be in Enoch, but Jubilees, I, I believe, that where they, they corrupted the animals. Uh, that's why you see these old uh, reliefs, these Egyptian reliefs of these uh, half-bird men and, you know, weird lions, sphinx-looking things. Mm-hmm. They mess with animals. They mess with their DNA. They try to create their own world, riding on the back of God's creation. 
Yep. And that's why Paul says, for we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. Mm. Yep. We're all groaning because so, of this. Because of this corruption. Corruption. Because we know that all humans have corrupted their way. Their moral character is corrupted. You're born in sin, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're the way when it says that, in verse 12, all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. It's the way is the path. It's It means the moral character, the journey in life or the road to life. You get it? Mm-hmm. What we were created to be has been messed up and ruined. And because of that, it's not God's, wasn't God's intention. It's been messed up for centuries. Ever since the garden. Yeah. So it's not real. It's phony. It it sucks. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And it's the result. It's the result of the corruption of this recreation of God's original creation, the Adam or the human. We've Mm -hmm. been, we've been hijacked. Uh, It's a hybrid, hybridization project. Is the Trojan horse. It is. It is. And it, it, it was used to create this monster, this tyrant, this bully, this giant, these mighty men, this giborim race. And they achieve great fame, fortune, and they rule over humanity. They rule over God's original creation. That ain't right, is it? Mm-mm. That ain't right. And God gave us a way out of it. But that path is small. You got to see it. People have to find it. They've got to understand it. That it's Jesus, who is the truth, the way, the truth, and life. Yes. And I love that because he's the way. And yet right here in Genesis, it says all flesh had corrupted their way, Mm -hmm. their journey. Mm -hmm. But Jesus, the Messiah, is the journey. It's the only way out, folks. He is the true light. Yeah. Right? Yep. The door. The only way. So we talked about Hamas or violence. We talked about how that's a result of the hybridization project. It's a result of that. So when you look around the world and you see unjust gain, you see cruelty, you see Obamacare, you see the damage from the medical system, you see pharmaceuticals, you see GMO processed food, mm-hmm. you see you see 60% of the babies are more born today with autism. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? You see that and you see that injustice, that oppression from the pharmaceuticals and from vaccines and all this stuff. You see the chemtrails in the sky. You see all the wrongdoing. That's violence. Okay. And, the, and, and, and Hebrews says, I mean, in, in the Hebrew, that's violence. That's Hamas. That is a direct result of the hybridization program. So when you're seeing that, you know, you're like in the days of Noah. Mm-hmm. And it's really against the uh, moral law of God. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not have um, a bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. That's all that. All that. The violence. The violence would be circumvented if humans lived under God's law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's that simple. There's only one way out, right, Ms. Powell? Yeah. Out of this false recreation. People have to have their spirit renewed through faith in the Messiah. Shall we go on to Genesis 6? 3. And then you'll read verse 3 and then 6 and 7. Okay. 
The Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Before I get to the saddest scripture in the entire body, in the entire Bible, that's verse six. That's, that is the saddest scripture for me that I've ever, that I ever read. To me, that's the coup de grace of sadness. It's just, Mm -hmm. that's just a horrible, 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 sad scripture. Let's talk about verse three first. God's spirit cannot dwell and contend within a corrupted human being. Okay. It says my spirit, his creative ruach in Hebrew cannot dwell. See humans, his creation, he breathed the breath of life into them. He made them a living soul. He gave them a spirit and and they were animated, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he made he made the clay alive, but his very spirit that lives within us humans, God says it can't contend and fight within a corrupted human being anymore. That's why today it's so important that we have the Holy Spirit indwell us through the faith in the Messiah. Because then Christ comes back, his spirit, the spirit of God comes back and indwells you like it originally was supposed to. And that's why you change and you don't do the things you used to do and you no longer love the world. You see it for what it is, a phony, false, fallen system that's going to be destroyed very soon. You get it? Mm-hmm. His spirit's not going to contend. It can't. He gave these folks 120 years before judgment mm-hmm. to repent. So there were still humans there following the Giborim and the Nephilim who were taking orders from the Ben Elohim who were still mating with the Baradam. You get it? Mm-hmm. They had a space to repent and they didn't. Just like today. Now, verse six is the saddest verse in the entire scriptures for me. It's the saddest one. It always has been. And it repented the Lord. I'm going to read from the JPS. It repented the Lord that he had made man on earth and it grieved him at his heart. Mm. At his heart, people really? It grieved him his heart? Can you imagine that? That's how much he he had remorse for creating his creation. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. It got so corrupted. These stupid fallen angels messed things up so much that he just went, man, they're doing, they're evil continually. They don't do anything but think evil. I, there's only, (laughs) only Enoch walked with God, you know, from the original uh, uh, seven from Adam up till Noah, and then when all that generation died, then the flood came, and only Noah and his family were saved. That's sad. Mm-hmm. That's sad. It's the saddest verse of the Bible. 
that God was sorry that he made Adam. Now, here's the word, and it repented the Lord that he made man. The word there is Adam. It's not Gibberim, folks. The humans. The human. I want you to think about that. Listen to this. It grieved him at his heart that he made Adam, that he made us, that he made you. It grieved him. He was saddened and it pricked him in the heart that he made you. Man, we just got so corrupted. He's like, man, I, I wish I would have never made humans. Now, I want you to notice this. God was not grieved with the bin Elohim. I'm not saying that they got punished. There's the first wave of them are in Tartarus and then they're going to go to Lake of Fire. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in this verse, it doesn't say that. It only talks about us. It doesn't say that he was grieved with the bin Elohim. It doesn't say that God had remorse and repented for letting the Nephilim come into existence. It doesn't even say that God was mad or had remorse at the Badadam, the daughters of men. And it doesn't say God was sorry for allowing the Giborim to exist. Or that God repented that the Enos of Shem, the mighty men, were here. It didn't say any of that. There's no blame game, folks. It says he was sorry he had created the human, the Adam, in the first place. Because without the Adam, none of this would have happened. There's no blame game here. It's only the fact that humans have a free will. And they continually fail to walk with God, their creator. They continually to use their free will for evil. That's, do you see why that's the saddest scripture in the Bible to be? Mm -hmm. It's horrible. It's sad. We can look way to the future from here and see that Christ was God, made flesh, and saved what bit of his creation he could possibly save. By the grace of God, he did that for us. Or hell, we wouldn't be here today talking about it, would we? That's right. So we have a lot to be thankful for. But we have a lot to be sad for because there's so many Adams out there who just don't get it. And they're not going to get it. They don't think this is important. But it's eternal. It's really important. It's the only thing that is important. Mm -hmm. That's why Jesus says, take heed. Don't get involved with the world. Don't get all crazy. Don't get overcharged with running around, surfeiting in drunkenness and cares of this life. Because when I come in judgment, you don't want to be, you don't want to be caught unaware. Wow. Wow. You so, know what's sad too though, when you think of that, because in, in Proverbs it says that, you know, they're talking about wisdom, and we know that uh, wisdom is in Christ Jesus, the wisdom of God. He is the wisdom of God. It says, Then I was with him as one brought up with him, and I was his daily delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of the earth, and my delights were with the sons of men, the sons of Adam. Mm, ben Adam. Wow. And so when you think of God repenting, mm. it's because... He saw his beautiful creation yeah. because we are wondrously and fearfully made in the image of God, right? So when God says he repented because 
it grieved his heart is because of that corruption was just so ugly. Yeah. It ruined his creation and they recreated on the back of his creation. They're not creators at all. They're called gods, but they're not gods at all. They're usurpers. Mm -hmm. And they left their first estate. And they've had a hybridization program from the beginning. And they're all around us. Mm -hmm. They're all around us. I mentioned all those names. They're all Giborim. They're all kings of the earth. Some of them are actually, you know, (laughs) fallen ones. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's also what he was saying with in verse three about uh, God not striving with man. It's that um, actually like abiding with man, pleading with him, you know, working with man. Mm -hmm. And so when we go back to um, Jude, when Jude writes to us and he says, I want you to earnestly contend for the faith because we're supposed to be walking in the spirit because God is spirit. Before we become born again, we are just of a corrupted nature. We are um, enemies or enmity with God. And our nature cannot walk with God. Our nature cannot love God. The only way we can is if we've been reborn again, reborn in Christ Jesus. And now we have the two natures living within us. And there's that uh, striving, that, that, um, yeah, that, that fighting against and we are to fight against that flesh, that fleshly nature that wants to oppose God, that wants to work against God. We have to continually fight against that so that we're walking in the spirit because God is spirit. His word is spirit. And that spirit, that word gives us life. And that's how we're supposed to be walking. And it really goes back to your uh, Ephesians comment mm-hmm. about wrestling not against flesh and blood. Yeah. Because these spiritual forces, it is a battle. It is a trial. It's a constant tribulation. Yep. That's why we're here. Nothing unholy is going to enter into the heavenlies ever again. Mm-mm. The war in heaven, the kick Satan out, whether it's already been done or it's in the future, I can't, I don't really know. But when the kingdoms of the earth become our Lord's, that's going to be, he's a holy God. It's a holy kingdom. You as a former human who's now been resurrected before he gives you that tree of eternal life and mortality, there's a proving ground mm-hmm. that you can live righteous because it's not going to happen again. It's not, he's not, he's not, it's not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important. That's why it's so important. When Christ says, and take heed to yourselves, at least at any time your hearts be overcharged with the world. Mm-hmm. Take heed. Watch and pray always that you can be accounted worthy. Yes, am I worthy to escape all the stuff that's coming on the earth? The sun going dark and the moon and uh, am I worthy to escape all this stuff? All the stuff that's going to come to pass? Am I worthy to stand before Christ? Mm-hmm. And he's going to say, you did all right, man. It was tough and you made it. I can trust you. You didn't deny me before men. I'm not going to deny you before the father, the angels. Eh? Mm-hmm. Well, the last verse here, verse seven 
says, and the Lord said, I will destroy man, Adam. Adam. He didn't say, I'm going to destroy Giborim, Nephilim, Mm -mm. Ben Elohim. He said, I'm going to destroy Adam, whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both Adam, humankind, and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air. You know why? For it repenteth me that I have made them. It's coming again. And he gave us a way out. I'm so glad we found that way because I wasn't in that way before. Trust me. I wasn't born in the way. (laughs) Um, I wasn't born saved. I didn't always appreciate the work of Christ, the things of God as a young man. So I thank God that I was able to see it. My eyes were opened and I was able to embrace it and make those choices. And they were difficult choices. They were hard things to give up and and, and to become renewed. It's not an easy process, the walk in faith, but there's a lot of joy in there. And then afterwards you go, man, I'm so glad I'm not part of this place. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Ms. Capel? All right. Well, let's end it then. Give him a chow. Ciao, babies. <laughs>